If you would like to support the cause, three ninety nine a month. All you have to do is unlock the first episode. Three ninety nine a month. Wow, <laughs> that's cheap. What a deal. I would do that. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> JK, JK, JK. <laughs> I got new glasses. What do you think? I like them. Yeah. I didn't even notice they were new. I was wearing them Wednesday. Were you? Yeah. Well, you always look good. You look good with glasses. Oh, you look thanks. good without them. Oh. I try. You're you a seem, handsome fellow. You I really different. don't try. I'm wearing basketball shorts and shit today. <laughs> well, I think you're cute. Different. What's going on with you? You seem different I'm, today. I'm always different. I'm different every day. <laughs> Chris, you need the cl- mic closer to you. Oh, yeah? Okay. I think. Am I wrong, Brian? I would like to hear his sweet voice. Yeah, we got to get more of that Balboni voice. Yeah. Yeah? Better? Yeah. I don't know. It's not quite up to par We're going to boom it. We're going to boom just right about there. That's perfect. There he is. That's there it is. There he is. Fuck yeah. Is that uncomfortable? No, no. Yeah. I'm just uh, foreign. Yeah. But all right. Well, it's weird with that chair, <laughs> man. Like, I like to have the mic up here, but because I can lean back if I want to, and I can go forward. Okay. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's no, hard to you. do with that chair. It's not really a leaner. Oh. A leaner. <laughs> it's not a leaner. It's not a leaner. It's folding. It folds. <laughs> so, so what do you got folds. going on in the arm wrestling world, Chris? Twentieth uh, is uh, another tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Tell the tell the people uh, like the one person who's listening. (laughs) Like tell them like what's going on with you. Uh, Emerging 176 Pro, right and left handed. Fuck. I don't have a actually I'd say I'm more dominant with my left, but then again I'm not dominant because I'm like I said just emerging. Are you ambidextrous by any chance? Uh, it's not that I'm ambidextrous. It's I'm like 90% of the strength of my left that I am with my right. So, and most people are right-handed, so they walk up to the table with their left, and they don't know how to move the same as they move with their right. So typically, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. So they or they'll they'll default to a different move. So yeah, yeah. because the strength there'd be a difference in strength, so the technique would be different, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um. Well, or the technique will be up there, but the strength isn't. So Uh they can get their hand in the way, and then you end up just going through their hand. Uh, so their hand is where it's supposed to be, but there's not enough horsepower or torque to back it up, if that mm. makes any sense. No, that does make yeah, sense. Yeah, that's, that's typically what it is, too, with arm wrestling as well. Uh, there is that 1% difference in horsepower and torque dictates the match. Yeah. Unless that guy knows how to counter it. And that's, it's called arm wrestling, but that's a bit of a misnomer. Because it was once called wrist wrestling. The reason, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're all Here I am. I thought you turned the thing off. All right, anyway. Um, yeah, so it's. All right, fuck editing. So it is wrist wrestling because it's your hand. Editing's overrated. It's, it's your not hand. It's not necessarily your arm. Oh, your I don't hand. need to be in frame. <laughs> if, you, oh, okay. if your hand is stronger than your opponent's, then you're probably going to win. However, there is the strap, which is always an option. The strap favors the arm over the hand. So you're going to have a guy with an absolutely dominant hand, and the other dude's going to try to slip and get the strap because his arm is strong, but his hand's not as strong as his opponent. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, because I would say, I don't know, I'm a plumber. Yeah. I think maybe my forearm is stronger than actually like my try or my bicep 
It so, probably so is. So I would probably have more of strength up here, right, than I would. Yeah, it's all through here. It's all connective and anchoring. Look at that fucking in arm. Your, in your elbow. I know. It's <laughs> Look at that thing. <laughs> you, could just, you could just be an arm model. Yeah, you could. I, I, apparently, I've been given the genes. I've been blessed. Look at the veins, dude. Fucking pipes. coming on to Chris right now. Like, look at those arms. Look at this motherfucker. Look at those arms. Can you take the shirt off? You could be a cock model too. All right, I'll tailor it back a little bit. What's your record? Like I said, I don't really have one. Yeah. My last tournament was my first like pro tournament. I got third place left and right. I don't want to talk about. But at the same time, I, awesome, learned, I learned more about arm wrestling at that tournament than I did in the three years prior to being in arm wrestling. You know what I mean? Definitely. Don't get me wrong. When I was training and practicing with, like, coach and whatnot, you know, uh, I learned quite a bit. And, but there's nothing like a loss. There's nothing like loss. You won't learn. Well, you, you like you do a when loss you lose. Yeah. You need you a lot. Yeah. yeah. You well, kind of need it. Yeah. It, well, Definitely. You don't. So if you go through life, right, and everybody's giving you attaboys, you're just going to continue doing the same thing, yeah. right? Why would you change? Everybody's smiling at you. Why would you change? That's true. You but if people are, you know what I mean, being negative towards you or this, that, or the other thing, there must be something that you're doing wrong, right? right. All right. That's what the way I, I see a loss. What can I do different this time? That's the way, exact <laughs> way I see a loss. I'm going to learn more from that loss and figure out how to overcome or, like, strengthen that weakness, mm -hmm. you know? And that's just kind of the way it works. Absolutely. Eventually, your weaknesses, your inequities become your strengths when it comes to arm wrestling, especially mm -hmm. because it's not, it's not, sure, it's your bicep, don't get me wrong, but it's more anchoring tissue. It's, it's cartilage. It, I'm, tendons, cartilage. All the cartilage that I had yeah. that I don't have no more. Well, <laughs> you probably have a ton of like tendon and ligament strength just from using your hands constantly yeah. from being a laborer, you know what I mean? That's from true. doing laborer's work. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're a plumber, you're not a laborer. I don't mean to denigrate your occupation. How dare you? <laughs> I'm a licensed plumber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. rad, man. There's there's a lot more to arm wrestling than I like thought. I, I obviously I you know when you said arm wrestling to me when you're getting into it, I thought it was great. And immediately I think of like over the top and how they like go for the wrist and shit, which I, I guess there's some accuracy in that movie. Huh? Yeah, definitely. That's cool. That was one of the um, – so I'm not exactly sure when the year was, but I have watched videos where you can't even top roll, and that's over the top. Over the top is a top roll. It's referring to the top roll. What does that mean? You can't – like it's illegal? But yeah. At, at, one be, at one point, you weren't allowed to bend that wrist back. It was straight wrist. Like you could do other things, but if the wrist went back, they, they would basically correct it. <laughs> they would tell you to stop being so strong. Oh, really? Because oh, you're going to hurt your opponent, basically. Yeah. When you're in that position, yeah. you know what I mean? Especially yeah. with the way in which they used to arm. They used to, like, if you watch the evolution of arm wrestling from, like, you know, uh, you know, a park bench or a school table, a lunch table, yeah. um, throughout history it has evolved. And it has gotten to the point now where it's basically in a, like an amalgamation of all the uh, decades prior. And it all, it, like, even the, the equipment and the table has changed. Everything has changed. Yeah. So technique has changed, become more refined. And, uh, yeah, there's, um, I could really get super deep into this and uh, go down there. Like, it's not, like, really even, like, a rabbit hole either because it's, uh, it's something that everybody has at least done once. 
but only some people do as a sport or a passion pastime. Go as deep as you want to go, man. Go. Yeah, yeah. Dive into this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm so hopeful and happy having landed in this sport because I've met so many guys that are. Uh, you know, in their 60s and 70s and still competing competitively yeah. against guys that are in their 20s. And, like, if Not it were sure on a ball, if it were on a court or in a field, yep. you know what I mean? These guys got bad knees, they got bad hips. They're doing the same job that the young guy does, but they've been doing it for 40-something years, you know? Now you add the arm wrestling in, and there you go. You have this guy that has really refined the, his tools. Yep. He's a 60-year-old man, and he'll crush he will crush so many 20 year olds and people will be like, and like, and that's, what's so cool. The longevity, the longevity in the sport is actually really, really cool. Absolutely. You know, I could see myself doing it for another, like literally four decades. Yeah. So awesome. You, you hopped into it when you were around 35, right? Yeah. 37 now. Yep. So, so why, what like sparked your interest in arm wrestling at 35? Uh, it's gonna sound. It's gonna sound like everybody else. It's, uh, I don't want to say Devin Larat. I don't want to say like you two. Who, who's Devin Larat? Oh, Devin Larat's. Uh, who's Devin Larat? Devin Larat's an, an incredible. <laughs> he's up he's a can an of phenomenal arm wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in in many ways, you could say that Devin Larat put arm wrestling kind of on the map. I mean zero I disrespect say. when I say who is Oh, that. no. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. I can't give the man enough respect uh, to actually, you know, truly talk about who Devin Larat is and what he means to the sport. I mean, same thing with really? John Brzezink and whatnot, too. Wow. How do you say that? What's his name? John Brzezink. John Brzezink. John Brzezink. Um, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, you, um, he's the GOAT. Okay. He's it. Okay. You know what I mean? He's been dominating <laughs> since what the late 70s early 80s really yeah i imagine for arm wrestling that was like a certain peak around that time too right was arm wrestling like particularly big for that you know what i'm gonna say yes and no okay because yeah sure 1986 over the top tournament was the largest tournament ever i the payout of that volvo truck that john brzink actually won the over the top volvo truck was like two hundred and ten thousand dollar truck wow so that's like the highest payout ever so was that, that was an actual was that a real know? tournament that yeah a, yeah that was real oh so wow. when they were filming that movie there's actually scenes where that's a real tournament oh fuck yeah, yeah. okay it's okay act, yeah it's really cool i want to say uh yeah, there are a couple of big names in there too. Well, we all know Sylvester Stallone got the truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. John. Yeah, John did. I actually, I want to say there's two of those. I want to say there's one. One of them burned, if I remember correctly, Ooh. and the right. other one that they used in the movie. Oh wow. Oh, we got so Bruce Way as John Grizzly. If that helps a little bit. Oh yeah, that's uh yeah he's the main the main uh. The main ba- uh, bad guy, right? Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. So. John Grizzly is—he's the dude that drinks the motor oil, I think. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he ends up losing to Stallone because he's got like acid reflux or indigestion. Because he fucking drank motor oil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He also he eats his whole cigar and stuff like that. I, I, I vaguely yeah, just remember like, that. Yeah. Magic Schwarz, Terry Funk. Oh yeah, um, Terry Funk is in that. Wow. So I imagine Randy those Rainey. Are real arm wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bob Wil- uh, Wilson's in it as well. Uh, and Jan, no, not Jan Germanis. What is that guy's name? He's got curly hair, red hair. There's a picture of him. He has, it looks like it's a, 
a 150-pound dumbbell, and he's doing a table curl with it. I can't think of his name, but it's Christ it's almighty. an awesome, you know what I mean? He's just one of those guys that was just like, wow. Paul Diamante. Yeah. There's, there's one scene I can specifically Bye, remember him. The other guy across the table slams the table and yells, and then he basically just goes, and shows, like, <laughs> and shows his arm and his arm. He looks like some dad, but his arm's that like guy's brutal. Arm. John, Josh Patton, Joshua Lee Patton. Oh, yeah. oh, that's uh, that's Dave Patton's brother. Okay. Dave Patton was also a he's a lightweight one one fifty five. He was incredible for years and years. Any relation to Mike Patton? Possibly. I, yeah, I know Mike Patton. Yeah, you know yeah, Mike Patton. Yeah, I know a lot Mike of Pattons actually. Rick Zumwalt. Oh, that is the main bad guy. Yeah. That's the huge guy that uh, Stallone. Is he related to General Patton? He, I want to say he was a real <laughs> um, arm wrestler too, Zumwalt. I wanted to say that he was a. Uh, yeah, yes, he he's I a professional. Say he was, yeah, former world champion, super heavy. Wow. So is that yeah. over the top tournament? Was that like an annual thing? No, that was, was that like a one-time thing that they did. Okay. And uh, when they filmed the movie, it kind of. I don't know if that was directly funded by the film. I don't know if uh, I don't know if Canon Films funded. You know what I mean? Yeah. Over the top. Yeah. But um, I know that it was heavily involved in influencing that film. So I think that that tournament was going on, and they kind of coordinated it with Stallone while this script was being written. No and this shit. is all supposition and speculation, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I get you. But I, you can only right. imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. Makes so. sense. Yeah. It's cool. That I, is uh, cool. As far as the sport goes, though, I mean, um, it's one of those things where uh, anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. I imagine arm wrestling has to be one of the oldest, like, things other than punching each other. Like in the, the world. Face. Like, yeah. I know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than a straight up war or I mean, fighting. They, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If uh, it is. They must have been doing that back in fucking, like, yeah. you know, Roman. You're absolutely right. The generals used to decide their orders, generals used to decide who was going to, like, dictate this neck, the strategy. By arm wrestling. That first motherfucker that figured out how to top roll. He yeah. fucking steamed his way through generations <laughs> yeah. of people at that. Well, there, was prob- there probably ended up being like a martial art behind it after that, like, and then the fucking techniques. Yeah. And then it was just such a tight knit crew that it wasn't like regarded, like, you know, people don't know about the straps and, you know, the top over and yeah. 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 certain stuff like that. Unless they get into it. And back then, I imagine it was probably in a, a pretty exclusive club, too. You know, the people that stuck to it and actually blossomed it into what it is now. Yeah, man. You're actually Absolutely. kind of explaining the way it is today. Yeah. Because, yeah, sure, it's open and it's to the public. But a lot of the places where you go for arm wrestling, it's not, like, selective. But uh, you got to prove yourself. You don't just show up there. You don't just show up there and they're all ingratiating. Yeah, it should be no. Like that. These these you guys, prove yourself. these That's guys good. are these guys try like literally put their like their hearts on their sleeves, put their arms on the line, and they like you know they're not breaking each other's arms, but they're trying to win and be the most dominant arm wrestler. Yeah, That's, it's, it's I, strength. I, I imagine know? shit has torn and like broken. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm fortunate that yeah. like it hasn't happened to me. Yeah, and I haven't seen it like happen to anyone Dude, else. I but can only imagine. You get a guy your size doing that with someone else. 
like like your size as well, yeah. and you're fucking like an even competition. You're doing like I can only imagine Waiting like there's for, so like, many a little blood tears vessel to burst and, or yeah, something. blood anything. <laughs> Do you did you have you seen any of that before? Has anyone ever like just had to stop because they fucking tore something? It, um, uh, at the Keystones in Pennsylvania, <laughs> a couple of months ago, I competed. That's the one that I like got the third and not very good. In, uh, you sent me an awesome. I'll go back to that. You sent me an awesome text with you holding medals, but we'll we'll go back to that. Oh, okay. That was Vermont. Anyway, okay. um, a gentleman, an older gentleman, I want to say he was in his 50s, he broke his arm. Amateur. Ugh. He Ooh. broke his arm. And I Ooh. guess it was audible. Like, you could oh, hear it from a distance. your arm in your 50s? Oh, God. Well, <laughs> the unfortunate thing about it is, um, especially in the amateur class, is they don't know. They just want to win and pin the other guy. And they don't realize that they're actually putting themselves into an arm break position. A lot of people will do something because they feel really strong in that position or because they're, getting, they're desperate. Or they're getting baited. Yeah. Or, not in amateurs, but yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. That, that's more pro. That's more pro. Right on. But uh, yeah, um, they will put themselves into a bad position because they think that they're either strong or, like I said, they're desperate to win. And that's when they they will start surging, you uh, know, yep. or or the other guy will as they put themselves in that bad spot, and that's how it ends. It's typically a fracture of the humerus, which turns into a spiral fracture. Oh. So your humerus cracks. So or where 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 is that? Your humerus is right here. Okay. So oh. it'll crack right here or up here towards the uh, shoulder. That sounds very painful. Oh, yeah. Another boy. one too. Another one too is when people are. In Position, can we see really that on the low. camera, Brian? Um, yeah, I can do it left. You're pretty good. Yeah, you're yeah, pretty good with your right. So people will end up in this position right here, right? And then they'll begin to surge. Yeah. And in that upward movement of the thumb, they'll actually break their oh. uh, radius. Dude, you have a giant radius. <laughs> they'll, they'll break that. And it's, what are we talking about here? His it's, arm or his? <laughs> it's one of those he's things. He's got a vein wrapped around his radius <laughs> where he's pointing. That's like popping at my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's calling out to you. It's hot up here. It's calling <laughs> It is hot as hell. It is hot as hell. Yeah. No, it's um that that's those are your typical injuries, or you'll or it'll be something a, a shoulder tear, bicep tear, you know what I mean? Obviously yeah. something's going to sound affect. like more common ones. Yeah, um, it depends on the, your pull style as well too, you know what I mean? Because uh, if you're pulling in the hook, that's that's a that's a ton of bicep. However, if you're pulling in a top roll, that's a whole lot more forearm and hand. See, it's I also would never safer. be able to do this because it's even hard to. Man. It's hard to even throw a football for me nowadays. Like oh, with yeah? full force, because my shoulders from plumbing, that I feel like certain trades can really just weaken down your joints and like. I'm willing to bet in a couple of years I'm gonna have to throw um, nice. uh, underhand. Underhand. On, I will have to throw underhand because I know exactly where you're coming from with the shoulder. Oh, By the oh, way, shit. anybody here or anybody Rotated listening, cuffs, I think that's as far as arm wrestling goes, be prepared for that. Your you, shoulders. Shoulder your, your shoulders, your elbows, your hands. Your growth plate. I could picture yeah. the growth like right here. I broke my growth plate before, and when I so when I've arm wrestled just for fun since then, I yeah. feel the pressure like in my bone. Ooh. Oh, definitely, because yeah. all that all that point right there where you just pointed to. Yeah. There are that's the insertion of basically like all three of your major tendons. Okay. Right there. No right shit. Right there. Right like. 
everything that that is like the epicenter of arm wrestling. If you guys were to your right and his left, it would be right in the middle of the camera. That's good, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you were to demonstrate that later on. Same. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, it's one of those things where uh, as you progress and you get better, and you start to recognize and understand what you're doing you do less of those desperation movements. Mm. You do less of those arm break positions. Um, it's like more controlled. Yeah. yeah. Uh, however, you can end up in those positions anyway because you can more trust your body because you have been doing it long enough. If you've been doing it for like three to five years, then you know what you're capable of. Yes. And uh, you may or may not put yourself in the way of that guy that's trying to win because you're being defensive. That's just a defensive position. You ha you must do that. That's true. Wow. Um, to catch, to catch. Yeah, to catch okay. or to um, just get behind something. I gotcha. Have you ever been in the position of like a match where you feel like you might have put yourself in a dangerous spot, or maybe you had to throw the match because you didn't want to hurt yourself, tear something, yeah. break yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you his name. He's a uh, WAL competitor, uh, World Arm Wrestling League. His name's Adam Wilmot. Adam Wilmot. Adam Wilmot. Shout it, out to Adam my... Wilmot. <laughs> <No, laughs> yes. Balboni's going to get you. <laughs> He's coming for Adam, you are awesome in the strap. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> he got me very low in basically that same position that was there, and I was surging and surging and surging <laughs> to try to pull through him and get him back. But uh, I, after a little while, yeah, sure, he won. But I stopped the surging because I realized that I was going to just throw away my entire tournament. Oh yeah. wow! Because I would have I would have blew my load. Wow! And that yeah. one in that one loss. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, why would I? Whatever. Um, if you felt like you were at a disadvantage, anyways, why are you gonna hurt yourself? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. the strategy didn't occur until the match was lost. That's smart. That's man. the best way to describe. Absolutely. How, yeah. So. That's smart. That's smart that you did that. It's humble. It's yeah. it's smart and humble. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like in Thank basketball. Well, you fucking saved like the rest of the tournament, you know, and possibly your career. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, you made someone yeah. else's day too. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah he was. Uh, well, I mean, for him to beat me, good for him. But at the same time, he's been doing it for like many, many years. You know what I mean? I'm n and that's not a detraction yet. It's again. Like it no, is what it is. There's though. no shame. Yeah, yeah, the more you put into something, the more you're going to get back. You've been putting in for the last couple of years. Yeah. Like, I, dude, where you're at for like when you got into it and for how long you've been doing it is crazy. It's fucking crazy. So which side of it yeah. demands more endurance, being on the offense or the defense? Both. Because one has to be more draining than the other, to, to, especially Defense. to a point. Yeah. Defense. I can say that. I had to think about it for a sec, but defense. and the, uh, I can say this only from a, my fortunate experience within the sport. I am not tired after a tournament in which I dominate. Mm. I don't even feel it the next day. So. And I'm sure my opponents are in the exact opposite boat you know <laughs> so what i mean you're yeah, saying definitely. on their <laughs> offense you're depending on their offense weighing down and them they them losing their endurance that way and you can just hold like defense all day oh no i would typically be offensive okay uh since my arm is so for my weight <laughs> 176 yeah i'm i'm like 
I think I'm around six four. Okay. And for a one hundred and seventy six pound dude to be six foot four, my lever, my like what you were talking about earlier in technique expanding since those ancient times. Yeah. Think of it like this. Look the at a lever. Yeah, the concept of, of, of the lever. Yeah. The concept of the lever. So my lever is long, right? So I can come down and hard yeah. and go over people. But at the same time, I have a long lever, so no matter what, I'm traveling upwards unless I'm winning. Mm. Even, when, even when I am starting, and we haven't even started pulling yet, I have to go up to get yeah. into a better position. They don't. They just have to pull back. No shit. So, so you have the defense right from the beginning yeah, going on. Yeah. Well, I would have to. Yeah. So there are a couple. So I'm a I'm a back pressure puller. Okay. I I pull back like that. I pull your hand backwards. I don't go sideways. That's your shoulder too. There yeah. I don't go sideways in the hook. I will go into the hook, but I pull your arm backwards and take your hand. I I like this position right here. It's called. The Is that high to hook. use the leverage to your advantage? Yeah. Yeah, and that's something that I naturally did. Like, the first practice, I was instantaneously doing that, and everybody's like, top roller. And I was like, I guess I'm a top roller. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it only, only it became, recently. It became, like, instinctually. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, that's, that was just my natural pulling vector. Boom, I get you to here, and then I just, you know, and watch your hand. Nice. And uh, it's evolved since then and gotten better. You know what I mean? My technique, it's more refined. But uh, like you were, uh, back to what you were saying is uh, if you're fast and strong and on the offensive and you can flash people, yeah. I refer to it when you top roll as scraping <coughs> because you're scraping their knuckles. You know, you scrape their knuckles on the pad because you're bringing them over and then typically, you know. And you, you control the fluctuation. like. Well, you, you kind of try to dominate and dictate the match with just your hand if you're top rolling. Yeah. Like, I want to control your hand, get you into this position, and then just bring your arm down. So oh, go ahead. Sorry. And that's one of the reasons why you, you lose less energy when you win than when you're defensive. Okay. Because the defensive guy, right, he's holding you yeah. as you're driving in, and you go through him. 